Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in the next 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. So do people not understand what composting is? Because I don't think they do. They definitely don't. Thank you, kind neighbor, for the sweet lull of your chainsaw. Oh, I have neighbors like that as well. You know what I miss, Heather? I miss sidewalks. Oh, yes, those wonderful sidewalks. My other neighbor keeps pushing his frozen pork chops on me. No for me, dog. (laughs) Have such a good day. Have such a good day, the show that tries its damnedest to make you do just that. (laughs) And while we're at it, we like to unpack this absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. Yeah, we do. That's exactly what Heather and I do. And I'm Sarah, by the way. And we love doing the show. We love having you here. So thank y'all for coming. We hope you're having a great week. But listen, if you're not, you're among friends as well. Because oftentimes we limp to this recording every week and we're just like, Heather and I kind of have our little pre-show meeting and we talk about the show, but obviously other things. And, you know, sometimes weeks are better than others. I'm actually having a kind of okay week. Wow, that's incredible. I know. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. I know. Well, I think a couple episodes ago I was like, I'm doing pretty good. And then last week I was like, life is pain. And now I'm like, I'm okay again. The roller coaster of life, Sarah. But I, I always feel like that. Like last week I had a bad week and I'm like, I think I'm having a bad week because next week's supposed to be really good. And there you that's go. kind of it's a good attitude, I guess. So the whole point of the show is us trying to make you smile a little bit. Uh, as Heather said, unpacking absurdities because boy, are, there are many. And maybe we all learn a little something in the process. Exactly. And maybe, nice. maybe we give you a little spring in your step. Which is, you know, I think a spring in your little step is an important thing these days, especially. So this week, Heather, was interesting for me. It was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks so much. And I'm not a big birthday person. Never have been. And and the older I get, the more I am not one, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, because I just I'm just like, oh, my God, we have to do this every single year. But uh, I turned 44, which is to me because... This is something I was talking about with a friend the other day. I like symmetry a lot. 
Mm -hmm. There are many things in my life that are not symmetrical and that's okay. But the things that are symmetrical bring me great joy. Palindromes are one of those things. I love palindromes. 44 is a palindrome means, you know, same forward as it is back. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's two number four. So that's easy. Mm -hmm. But there are word palindromes, the way that eggs are arranged in a carton. Well, you know, I have to make sure that they're, you know, they're as symmetrical as they can be, you know, and sometimes I eat like an extra egg because I'm like, I don't want it to be weird in the fridge. So that's just like a weird quirk of mine. Always has been. Uh So palindrome birthdays are a thing that nobody celebrates that I know of, but I do. And the last time I was, I had a birthday was 11 years ago when I was 33. (laughs) So I was like kind of excited for the birthday just in my own mind. It just brought me some sort of like, I just felt good about it. (laughs) And a friend of mine, I had mentioned like, Pounder birthday, woo, you know, thinking like, because everyone's always like, yeah, that's your weird thing, Sarah, that no one else cares about. But he was like, several hours later, he was like, I have been crunching some serious numbers, like 10, 12, because my birthday is October 12th, 10, 12, 2020, 10 to 12, 20, where's the palindrome? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'm 44. And he was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe that was so obvious. It was so right in front of my face the whole time. So we had a laugh about it. It was, it was good times. But, you have um, to like give him an A for effort. My gosh. <laughs> was, I was like so overthinking it, but also like, like, do you know what a pound is? Anyway, uh, <laughs> he might've just not known my age offhand or something like that. But I had a very nice, uh, socially distanced, uh, dinner with a couple of my friends who live in the area. And it was a real nice place that I'd never been to before. And it was, you know, you wear kind of a mask until you get seated, Mm -hmm. then you can take it off. And the other diners are pretty far away from, Mm -hmm. you know, you feel feel pretty good about it. All the, the, the staff is wearing masks. And that's been the case at a lot of restaurants. Well, a lot of restaurants. I've been to three restaurants in the entire year. But, uh, but that's been the case in the past. But it was, they handled it really well. You know, they've kind of got it dialed in. And this mm-hmm. was, it was kind of a, I wouldn't call it a fancy restaurant, but a, a, a nice restaurant. Like upscale. Yeah, just just good food, good wine, yeah. kind of thing. And we had so much fun. And I looked around at one point, you know, I, I just was sort of like, hey, can you pass me the water? You know, and I'm kind of like, wow, life feels so normal right now. Mm-hmm. And I know it isn't, and it's not going to be. And it just can't be. But it for this one little moment, it feels really normal. That's great. And it was a nice, that was honestly the best birthday present I could have ever had. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah, I, I think that same night or weekend, uh, last weekend, we dined out this place just open up their dining room and it was a similar experience it's kind of upscale you were far enough away from people and yeah there's like a a split moment there where you're like this is kind of lovely you have like a really cool like light fixture above you it's like a different space I'm so used (laughs) to being home or in my office and I'm I love different atmosphere and like you know going to different places and experiencing something new and yeah it was very refreshing but I'm so glad you had a great birthday dinner and I, I love this palindrome birthday thing. I think other people <laughs> should, um, uh, you know, you shouldn't deny it's, your it's, palindrome I birthday. realize it's weird, but it's just something that it, it 
it brings me deep joy. I get what you're saying when you, you, the egg thing, you know, it's like, I think I have a tinge of that because I'm trying to think of a good example, but yeah, like there's certain things like maybe on my desk or, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, ah, oh, it feels so much better when I move that thing just, just so, you know, lined up with something or. Yeah. And there's the, the little tiny apartment that I live in is, is this sort of dramatic A-frame. Mm-hmm. So it's tiny, but it's, you know, it's got this kind of uh, high ceiling A-frame that comes up, you know, to a point uh, in the middle. And that's centered around the fireplace. And my TV is directly above the fireplace, Mm -hmm. symmetrically (laughs) um, uh, put on the wall. And when I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I had this HVAC thing and that people are going to need to put like a a Mm -hmm. unit in my apartment, that was my number one thing. It wasn't so much that I'm like, oh, having a unit in my apartment is the worst thing in the world. I was just like, no, you can't put it on that wall. I literally sit on my couch and I look at how beautifully symmetrical the wall yeah. is a lot of my life, and we're not ruining it today. <laughs> we're not going to do it. You know, you're going to put it somewhere where I can't see it, mm-hmm. and it's going to, like, always be an eyesore for me, and it's yeah. going to make me feel unbalanced. You know, it's <laughs> what is time that? Here. Like, like, is that, like, I really want to know a little bit more about that psychologically. Is like, is that considered OCD? Because I have a tinge of that, too, where, you know, like, for example... Um, you know, I have an office that has a door that's like basically covered and like painted over and it like, it's just like, there's just something about that structural, like, um, it's just, it just gnaws at you a little bit. It does not me. And I, and I have like those little things at home too. Like this is, this is just like little things where, uh, you know, we have really cheap doorknobs like on our doors. They're like, just like the standard kind of like hardware store, you know? And I'm like, I just want a better tactile experience, you know? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> am I being crazy or what? But like, I, I want mean, like a nice doorknob. I mean, it's a weird thing that your mind does. I think there are certain things because I've definitely, the symmetry thing has always been a thing with me. Mm-hmm. And when you say OCD, it's like, and I know that there's like severe OCD and you know, yeah, it's sure. nothing to joke about, of course, but I don't think that I'm compulsive really. No. But I would say that I am obsessive about certain yeah. things. I would like to think that they're not running my life. I mean, symmetry is like, eh, you get it where you can. But if I can, if I can. It's like a good motto or something. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy about it. But I'm not, you know, touching a doorknob, you know, 17 times before I'm going to sleep. Yeah, no, no, no. No, it is a serious issue. But I, but I, but I hear you, you know, like the doorknob thing. It's like, I have lived in apartments in the past, you know, just using the, you know, apartment as, as the model where I'm like, Ooh, I don't like this, you know, yeah. like a bad medicine cabinet or <laughs> yeah, totally. you know, the floors are weird or, you know, something's wrong. And sometimes I never get over it. And I'm yeah. like, when I move out, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that again. And sometimes I just stop caring. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring San Francisco apartments um, because the one thing that sticks out in my mind is that one apartment we lived on, uh, on Central and Haight. And it was, mm-hmm. we had the coolest bedrooms you've ever seen. They were like huge. We each had our own bedrooms, obviously. Um, and, but they were very <laughs> different, but very cool. Like amazing, like light um, chandeliers and just cool. Like yeah, just wood large. Paneling and, yeah. But like you could tell that the apartment was like cobbled together. Like, so you've got these beautiful bedrooms, but then like the rest of it, like there was that weird tiny living room that was just like the structure. Like you could tell that he, he, he basically like mishmashed like a bunch of 
like weird spaces together. And that did bug me a little bit. For anybody who's not familiar with San Francisco, and this applies to a lot of cities with really dense housing, mm-hmm. you know, that have multiple layers. The house was obviously once, uh, might not have been a single family home. It might have been a couple of apartments at one point, but it mm-hmm. became like four apartments. Yeah. And so, yeah, our our apartment that Heather and I lived in together, there were original things about it, which were our bedrooms. But yeah, that sort of middle common space was small and there were a lot of corners. And, you know, it it, <laughs> it was definitely something where I don't think back all that often and miss it. You know, I love this topic, actually. I'm going to go a little further with it now. Um, you know, okay. it's funny. I think with your, this symmetry thing, I always think about like... Um, I always want to like power wash stuff because I think it's part <laughs> of the same psychological like obsessive thing where it's like I just want and it's the doorknob thing like I want everything to feel like it should feel I want things to feel clean and orderly and yeah like in line and and I'm definitely not OCD when it comes to that like I I always have a pile of clothes like on the chair like I'm not like I'm I'm tidy but I'm not obsessive about that stuff but um, I do want to perfect everything. I'm just like, oh God, that, that paint is not quite right there. Like when I'm like uh, laying in bed, like I'll see that they didn't use tape like on the ceiling part and like they have kind of like a squiggly line with the paint and I'm like, ah, oh, I should probably just like fix that. And it's like, oh, it's just endless. And I sure. think I've gotten more yeah. like that as I've gotten older. I, I could care less, you know, when I was younger. I don't think that it bothered me as much. It's funny, the the things that we connect to, mm-hmm. and for good and bad reasons. I mean, symmetry, I'm not like, oh, I'm so cool. I want, like, to have palindromes all over <laughs> my life. But, you know, I'm like, that's just, like, a thing that I like. I have friends who will talk about, you know, they get stressed out about something and they would, you know, go crazy cleaning, for yeah, example. Yeah, totally. And that's I'm a like, good example. Yeah, where I'm like, you know, I'm cleaning on a Saturday if I got time. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to do it once a week, but, it, you know, I'm just one person here. Yeah. There are things that people, I think, go overboard. Well, overboard maybe isn't a kind way to say it, but they care about it more than I do. Sure, of course. And then, and then you know, vice versa, mm-hmm. where people go like, you just care about really weird things. You know, yeah. eggs in a carton are like... <laughs> pretty important to me you know like I, I it really bothers me if they're not symmetrical like in like the basically if you have one on the far left and then there's another one and they're just like in weird spots they're not all I just I, I just wouldn't let that happen I'd always eat two at a time <laughs> and I move them together you know so that at least it's like it's balanced mm-hmm. I hear you <laughs> yeah no I mean you get a couple eggs at one end and it just topples over I mean it's, like, <sighs> it's a huge mess <laughs> Can't even think about it. It gives me the willies. God, we could go on and on about this stuff. I actually find this stuff pretty fascinating because you know, it's all very subjective and it's it comfort level. And I really respect people who don't give a shit about stuff. But then sometimes I'm like, I wish you cared more like about aesthetics or atmosphere or doorknobs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's, you know, yin and yang, right? Totally. Um, to round out my super fun week, there was a high-speed chase on Ooh. my street the other day. Um, and normally I'd just be like, mm, whatever, who cares? But I just so happened to be taking my dog in my car uh-huh. out. And this, this street is like, hmm. You'd call it probably about 
three to four city blocks uh, from kind of the main road. Mm-hmm. And it's super residential. It's, you know, I never go above like 20 miles per hour. Yeah. And, you know, people are out and about and you're waving at your neighbors and stuff. It's like Forest Hills. It's Keith Street. And I, you know, I'm, I'm coming out of my gate and this guy comes like down the street so fast where it's that out of body experience where you're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like cops, rear, 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 like seven of them. And what's weird about it is where I live, the way that they went or the way that the, you know, the the driver was a guy, the guy went, it's a no outlet street. Like you can't. (laughs) What a sucker. You can't get out, you know? So I was like, uh, and I sort of like. Because he had gone so fast by me and it was so jarring, I kind of just sat there for a second. And one of my neighbors came out because she was, I don't know, also around and was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, he didn't hit me or anything. But like, what the fuck was that? God, it's and, like you're back in LA or something. Well, but just, I mean, it was dramatic. Wow. I don't know how fast he was going, but I like, I even kind of like went back to my house and was like, did he like hit our fence or anything? <gasps> he didn't. Not mm. that I can see. Anyway, so, and we all kind of gathered around for a minute and we were like, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? Yeah. I mean, we're literally not affected by this at all, but it was like just something that you don't see very often. Yeah. Especially in your area. Well, and I'm like, I got my dog in the back of the car. We were going to the park. He's like pretty pumped about that. So I'm just going to go. Yeah. (laughs) Call me if you need me. And that was the end of it. So did you, you didn't see what happened? I didn't see what happened. And yeah, I didn't like... I didn't want to be involved. It was, you know, it looked like, what am I going to do? You know, I'm not going to help the situation at all. Do you not do this? Because this is maybe another obsessive thing that people do is they get on those radar, like the cop radar apps. And if something's happening in their neighborhood, you can kind of oh yeah, the police scanners. Yeah, the police scanners. Yeah. I don't do this. No, but I do follow a few people. And curiously enough, they're all in LA mm-hmm. for some reason because I don't know. LA's big. There's yeah. a lot of police action. You got the high-speed high chases. I mean, that's mm-hmm. so L.A., right? So I still follow a few of the accounts, and I'm, like, mildly curious. Like, hmm, I wonder what happened <laughs> over on Main Street today. Yeah, it's kind of you a know? fun little Even though I'm nowhere thing. near there right now, and yeah. it wouldn't matter, and I can't help in any way. But, all right, so high-speed chase, everyone's fine. Uh, but it was, a, you know, it was a lot of excitement on my birthday week. So how was your week, Heather? Cool, Lanes. Well, I'm really glad you had a great birthday week. That's very important. Yeah. Um, my week was pretty, um, it's been pretty good. Um, a lot of kind of health stuff. Um, I uh, learned a few lessons that I'd like to share with you and um, okay. all of you, all y'all. Um, one of them is, and this is all related to things that happened this week. So when you get a fancy ass house call pedicure outside in the garden, which is what I got on Tuesday, thanks to my awesome father, he knows a um, woman who makes house calls. And so we all had appointments out in the yard and it was really nice. But don't assume she'll paint your nails. Call me crazy, but I've never gotten a pedicure where I don't get my nails painted. You know, it's just, I guess, maybe living in the city, but um, in the country, it's different. It's more about self-care and health and loving your toenails as they are uh-huh no yeah i mean listen listen I, I i know this exists but i've i'm with you i've never once been like i'm gonna go through the all that trouble just to get a buff <laughs> i mean it's totally fine my, my my toes look amazing 
but I'm going to have to paint them at some point. So like more of like a massage kind of type, like actually not really, which I was surprised by too, but here's the thing. She was like a podiatrist. And so she kind of takes this angle of like talking to you about your feet and how to keep your feet healthy. And she does a lot of trimming and a lot of buffing. Um, a, a very extensive callus buffing with like sure. you know, literally like electric like machines and very thorough job in terms of that. Um, so I was grateful because it's been like eight months or something since I've gotten one. So it was awesome. Well, and I know a lot of, um, I mean, not only men, but a lot of men who enjoy pedicures often oh, yeah. don't get their nails painted, mm -hmm. but they like all the other stuff. So it sounds oh, yeah. a lot like something that that you know people already enjoy totally and it's yeah it's an experience um and then my uh, another lesson is when you have a health appointment over zoom where you have to get really tmi with total strangers be sure to drink enough coffee first brush your hair and set up good lighting <laughs> I, I had to get pretty detailed about my health i had to like talk about my digestion my period my all yeah. these things and it was I've never experienced that before. It was a weird feeling, like not being in the room with someone and being so personal. Yeah. And I felt self-conscious. I mean, obviously there's times when you feel self-conscious at, at the doctor's office, but like this was like really different. I, I, I don't know of another time I would ever feel like this on Zoom, you know? So that was interesting. So really I just mean, did prepared. you feel, was it self-conscious because you wanted to have more like real face-to-face -face, like eye contact or that there were a couple people involved maybe it or... was the fact that there were three people like yeah. on you know it was like a you know three people video like chat and then i hadn't met the two guys and the fact that they were guys honestly they couldn't have been cooler dudes and they were just so kind and but i was like a little embarrassed i'm like just talking about this stuff anyway um it's all good it's just like the way of the new world and i also learned that Never look up, I, I feel like Googling people to look at their picture before you meet them, whoever it might be. Um, I don't know if it's, I'm sure people do that. You Google people when you're gonna go on a date or whatever, but I Googled a doctor. I was trying to establish a new doctor up here and I Googled him and I shouldn't have because there was a sort of a creep factor with his photograph. I think it was just a bad Aww. photograph and he just seemed like a little bit of a creepy old man. But um, honestly, I met him the other day and he couldn't have been more wonderful. So never judge a book by its cover. There you go. And I really learned a deep lesson on that because I absolutely loved him. In fact, I wanted to hug him after. He was so adorable. He was wonderful. He was the opposite of what I thought. So, um, and then my last thing is, I always thought having a small booty was the way to go, but I was dead wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I am doing these classes right now that are really fun with like the booty shaking sort of thing. Like you, it's not necessarily twerking, but yeah, you, you're, you're letting it all out. Yeah. And it's, I can't do it. Like I literally cannot move my butt cheeks and these girls in there, I'm, I'm really impressed. I'm like, wow the way they can actually move i thought you were gonna i thought the story was gonna be like now i've got a big ass <laughs> <laughs> but in, instead it's more like oh, i want to keep up in exercise class exactly i mean i'm gonna i'm doing more squats and i'm working on it but um but yeah, yeah. yeah anyway so you just you know you you think you know things and you think you know the truth about things but 
you could be, you could end up being just wrong. So, and to round out my week, um, I signed up for a yoga teacher training. I'm very excited. I'm officially oh, super cool. going to be a yoga teacher. Oh my gosh, Heather. No, I'm stoked. That's so and, cool. And the cool thing is, this is one really good thing about this pandemic is I signed up for a yoga teacher training in LA like a year back. And it was, I think it was close to $4,000 because it was like a 200 hour you know, eight week intensive program in person. And I remember thinking like, and I signed up for it. I got in, you have to like get in. And then I got like a gig and I got too busy. Um, but then I also didn't want to like drop like $4,000. Now sure, that yeah. everything's gone online, you can actually get a very affordable online teacher training for under 500 bucks and you get a certification. It's like totally legit. And the only thing is I'm not going to get that experience of having someone adjust me and and right. all that but um i'm pretty I'm you pretty also pumped. have a you you're you've got a lot of yoga under your belt oh yeah 20 years you know if it, if it were me because i mean i i love yoga but i mean i haven't been to yoga class in years yeah. i'd be like mm, i'm probably shouldn't be teaching anybody i think you're i think you you your confidence is, exactly is right on yeah the only thing is it would be nice to have like a mirrored room to practice because you, you want to see yourself you have to make sure your alignment's good and 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 that kind of thing which is there is an open office next door, so I'm I'm looking into that. But um, but yeah. So that's those are the lessons that I learned this week. Oh well, they're good lessons. Um, <laughs> you know, don't assume that you get red toes when you get a pedicure nope. up in Humboldt oh. County. You know, it's funny. Uh, just before we move on, I had a couple weird experiences and. I do not want to throw men under the bus as far as being in the medical profession at all. Mm -hmm. But it's just, you know, women, sometimes, you know, we got our stories. And, yeah, and, and just, you know, sometimes lines get a little blurred. It's just, you know, we, mm -hmm. we are wary for a reason. And there was, uh, there was one massage. I used to get this mas uh, get massages at this place. It was back in San Francisco so long ago. I mean, I don't even know why I went to this particular place. It was like in Laurel Heights. And they, you know, did like waxing and massage and just kind of like aromatherapy stuff. And it was like mm -hmm. in this cute old Victorian and I loved it. And there was one day, um, I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I got a massage because I can't remember when it was. But for a while I was doing it regularly thinking, you know, this is keeping me healthy certainly felt good and the woman who I was going to like canceled last minute and they called me and they were like hey so here's the situation we don't want you to cancel your appointment but we have a you know one of our male masseuses who can step in would that be okay with you and I was kind mm -hmm. of like huh um I think it's okay yeah sure mm -hmm. you know I was like really looking forward to this I'd like to not mm -hmm. cancel okay I'd never had a male masseuse before and he was great he wasn't creepy nothing about it was weird but the entire time because you're you know you're laying there for 90 minutes right yeah and it's very you know it's it's they're they're getting all up in you know your your muscles and stuff the whole time I was just like this is a guy yeah. You know, like I'm just thinking about it where if it was a woman, I just would like fall asleep or, you know, you might drift be more off. relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. And I had mentioned it to someone afterwards and they were like, if he made you feel uncomfortable, you should really say something to the, the place. And I'm like, he didn't. He didn't. He he was great. It was me, you know, yeah. just because it was like 
just a thing, you know? So like mm-hmm. maybe your Zoom call is like, you're like, it's just, I don't know you, you know? Yeah. And like the male thing with females, sometimes we can get a little, um, you know, being protective of ourselves. Oh, 100%. Like the, I'm going to some acupuncturist next week that I just met in the hallway who's, you know, kind of handsome. And I'm like, I'm going to be like half naked with needles in me, like vulnerable. <laughs> I'm like, do I want to even do this and pay for this? Like, right. <laughs> Like looking at your pretty face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Well, so Heather, you and I and a lot of folks in our Discord, um, shout out to the Discorders who yeah, you can be one as well. Oh, uh, yeah. At, at our Patreon at a certain level, patreon.com slash have such a good day. We've been talking about the new iPhones. So I don't want to, I mean, I, I'm an iPhone person, but I don't want to belabor that point. Just the idea of getting a new phone is something that I have been, in the past, I've been lucky enough to work at a variety of companies where it's like, oh, I work in technology. I have to talk about technological things, software, hardware, whatever. They'll pay for it, and that's part of my job. And Mm -hmm. so it was like, for years, it was like, oh, a new iPhone? Well, I always get it because I have to talk about it. And, you know, I did iOS shows. And then there, and, but there's always a caveat to that as well, because it's not really your phone. Yeah. Somebody could take it away from you if they wanted to. And that always made me slightly uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. all good. The last time I was at a, you know, I worked for a corporation, like as a full-time employee, I remember that the day I left, um, and this has happened in the past where I've left companies and there was a company issued laptop or, or something, you know, maybe multiple things that I had that I had to give back and I never like kept them. But this particular day was like a, a woman from HR stood over me and was like, you have five minutes to like give us the lap. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I got to sign out of a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. sure. I know. <laughs> but it's like your IT manager isn't going to like all of a sudden like have access to like all my stuff because this was, you know, only in my hands for the last six months. And after that, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm buying all my own things. I will write Mm -hmm. off what I can. And I love when people say like, oh, you can write it off. It's like, you can't write it off 100%. You still have to like pay for things. And it's still like kind of a hassle to do all of that. But yes. Such a hassle. You you can get money back for something that you can say is a business expense for you or your LLC or whatever. But I was like... I just do not want to be beholden to companies, you know, owning stuff anymore because it was such an unpleasant experience that one day where I'm like, this just, I should, it should have just been mine, you know, and I can walk out triumphantly and not, you know, kind of have this like (laughs) situation. So new iPhones, uh, they're coming out. Heather and I were kicking around which ones we would like. My particular phone is a couple years old, so I skipped last year. They, you know, they have new models that come out every October, pretty much. And I uh, have dropped my phone a couple of times, so it's a little beat up. But I also am just not that weird about that sort of thing. Like, and you don't have a case on it. You usually, no, don't have cases. no. God, I can't handle you like cases. You feel the sexy curves of. The I can't do it. No hardware. Right, exactly as nature intended. <laughs> <laughs> so. But I also am clumsy and I mean, I can't tell you how many times I dropped a phone in a toilet over the years. It's just like, you know, because I'm like, oh, it's in my back pocket. Shoot. It's an easy mistake. Uh, It's an easy mistake. But 
I am very excited for my new phone. And again, sure, I'm going iPhone, but this could be any cool phone. You know, sure. I, I'm, I'm like, I've, I've, I've saved up a little bit. I, you know, I, I, I skipped certain models because I didn't think it was totally necessary. Mm-hmm. But my phone at this point, Heather, is, it is so on its last legs. I wasn't even sure I would last this long a few months ago. I was like, you still have another month to wait. I might. Yeah. Like I was like, I might just like not have a phone for a couple months and that probably would work for the most part. Like I could mostly get through my life. You probably could just doing things through, you know, you know, using other means, but, but I am excited about it. Are you going to try a new color? Like the green or something? No, God, no, yeah. no. It's gold for me. Gold, yeah, gold, 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 gold. All golds. <laughs> yeah. And if everyone else wants gold, wait until I order mine first because I don't want them to run out. Yeah, I got like nervous because it, it reminds me of like when like uh, concert tickets go on sale at like 10 a.m. on Friday. Oh, sure. Yeah. Or sneakers, you know, that kind of thing. I get so much anxiety for that. Your girl's been burned. <laughs> There's no reason not to be optimistic. I have set a reminder for myself as well, but I will also be up at 5 a.m. And that's the way that we're going to do this. We talk about first world problems so much on oh, the no show. Kidding. And you know, that's just, you know, hey, listen, I mean, we, we own it. And I am no different. And it's funny because, like, I have no money anymore. I used to, I mean, I've never been rich, but I have very little money compared to what I was kind of comfortable with a few years ago but listen you gotta have a new phone you just gotta do it so it's my splurge for the year just go on the payment plan do pay per month and you know you're gonna i guess you probably can't get a lot of money for your phone at this point oh in fact (laughs) i I already went through it with the apple store like where because online you know they're like oh trade in no with mine because i wanted to be like really honest like it's like oh no it's like cracked in like several places and there's Mm -hmm. like a like part of the corner is like hanging off and the battery doesn't work really and they were like yeah (laughs) now this is a recycle situation (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i love it that's great um so it's october yo and i'm i'm just sarah i'm just embracing all things spooky sorry yeah not sorry Spook- spooky I just, season yeah i yep. love it i'm really People into it love it it's one of my favorite things and i'm really enjoying my little thread i have going with one of our patrons jake we talked about him last week in the show he started a uh, 31 days of october kind of horror movie bender like so basically you watch a horror movie every single night 31 horror movies some other people have popped in on this thread this guy jude popped in but it's mostly a back and forth between jake and me which is funny we're total movie dorks we're just like i don't know if you've read any of that stuff but we are dorking out so if anyone wants to join it's on patreon things that you're missing out on um we are talking extensively about dubbing of foreign movies uh, Hellraiser in Space, and Maniac Cop 2, which was one of his watches, and I've never heard of that movie. And I love, like, a cheeky, ridiculous, over-the-top, like, almost dumb horror movie because it can just be so amusing. And uh, I was just curious, so I, like, looked it up, and I just think it's a funny title, Maniac Cop 2. <laughs> and it made me really think about <laughs> right. how many ridiculous... So good they needed a sequel. Exactly. <laughs> I just love ridiculous <laughs> horror movie titles. Is the cop a, like a zombie? I think something? he's some kind of, yeah, monster zombie sort of thing. But I'm, yeah. I might watch it. I might start with But also Maniac in law enforcement. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I watched a campy movie the other night that my boyfriend put it on and just surprised me. I would have never chosen to watch this ever. It's called The Brain. And it was like mm. a very hokey, you know, special effects, big monster face, you know, that had teeth and it was so cheesy. <laughs> but like, I actually kind of let myself like go along for the ride because I was the whole first 30 minutes. I'm like, babe, are you serious? This is ridiculous. Like, I, this is, I don't know if I want to watch this. I don't know. And then I'm just like, but then after I'm like, I kind of liked it. And like, it's like such a type of movie I would never see. So I wanted to just uh, share with you some of the ridiculous horror movie titles that I think are just hilarious. First one is Big Ass Spider! Exclamation point. Um, you can imagine what that's about. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, if that's, if that's a deterrent... I mean, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably won't ever watch it. Some of these I've seen and some of these I have not, admittedly. Um, Matango Attack of the Mushroom People. So <laughs> this one is funny. This is a Japanese movie. I haven't seen this, but I, I've heard it's really good. So I think I'm going to throw this in my October list. Um, but I wonder if it's like it's like their haircuts are mushroomy <laughs> or if they're actually like made of Like mushroom fungi. people. Or maybe they're actual mushrooms with faces on them. Yeah. I'll report back. Please do. The next one is, I love, these two don't go together, but they should. The Oily Maniac and the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> what is up with all this maniac stuff? Like, oh, I don't know. Maniac. I uh yeah like just so much like slippery you know like like i'm gonna strangle you and i'm also covered in grease <laughs> i have to see these now i'm like oh this is funny the picture of this movie was really funny the long hair of death and it's this, this like woman it's like a corpse with like long hair i've never seen it but i'm intrigued brace yourself death bed colon the bed that eats Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, don't lie here unless you want to be consumed. I mean, it's probably awful. It's probably like a C, a C, you know, like a B movie, C, D. Like, I don't know how far it goes down, but probably awful. The Cars That Ate Paris, which I think is such a great title. And I really want to see this one, actually. This is a Peter Weir movie. He did Picnic at Hanging Rock, which is an amazing horror movie. I haven't seen this. I'm, I'm, this is going to be on my list for this month. Uh, I just watched a, a recent Giallo movie called Death Walks in High Heels, which I think is a fun title. Mm, very much. And then there's a movie called... Like just a bunch of S's? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there's, it has something to do with the snake. I, mean, I just thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I'd probably pick the spider movie. I know, me one. too. And then Ooh. the last few, I love the Giallo titles are the best. They're super long and just ridiculous and just... I find them so amusing, but a lizard in a woman's skin, forbidden photos of a lady above suspicion. I just love, I think they're so much fun. <laughs> and then Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is like the obvious one. Um, sure. I've never seen that though, but I hear it's pretty campy and fun. I've never seen it either. I mean, as you know, I don't watch a lot of these movies. If a movie is more campy than kind of yeah. like, ooh, nightmarish, I have no problem with it. And I... I have no problem with a silly movie, mm -hmm. even if it's sort of like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, oh, sure. there's a man under the stairs, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You know what? I was, I was thinking about this and I was thinking about you last night because I was catching up on We Are Who We Are, mm -hmm. that series that we talked about mm -hmm. a couple of episodes ago, which I like very much. I thought you would. Yeah, I, I really do. It, we're four episodes in and it's just, it's an unusual show. It's very unusual. Yeah. But there, there's a there's a very short scene where 
two of the kids who are the main characters in the movie are watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it is, but it's like a horror movie where like someone's mouth is so, so, like there's skin over the mouth and she's trying to scream, but like she has no mouth anymore. It's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Like just that like tiny moment. I'm like, I will now have nightmares about this. <laughs> the mouthless uh, woman or something? Because it's just like, yeah, like it's just like, it's just so like, it wasn't even stitched. It was just, there was oh, no mouth Oh, that might have been, there, that there's in the Twilight Zone, the movie, there's a, an episode in there where there's a woman that has no mouth and it's really Maybe. creepy. I, I don't like she that seemed, stuff either. She seemed very upset about it. <laughs> You know, where I'm like, what if you have to burp? Like, I, I can't think of like anything worse. You know, eating is my favorite thing ever. So, but I did, I thought of Heather. I was like, I wonder if Heather would be as uh, bothered by this as I was. You and know, it was like, truly like two seconds of a, a show about something else. And completely. I would say kind of, yes. I mean, I, I have to say there are things that I'm bothered by. Like I'll watch these movies and like, there are things where I'm literally like, that's why I like the Giallos so much because when they cut open something, it's so obviously fake, and the and the blood is so bright red, not mm-hmm. blood. It's like paint, you know, and so it doesn't even have the texture of blood. So right. there is this sort of like distance from the violence because it's not so realistic. Oh man, I mean, I I have definitely been scarred for life. I've watched too many movies that have really scarred me. I mean, I to this day. I can't watch the original Pet Cemetery because of Zelda. And that's the only thing I think of oh. when I think of the name Zelda is their, the deformed sister in that movie freaked Rachel, me yeah. out. Rachel. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Good, like, here, Thank you. <laughs> no, I, it's funny. I've seen that movie a couple of times. Weirdly, I'm like, eh, wasn't that big a deal? Yeah. And then other people are like, no, it, it's really Zelda. a big deal. And we have a mutual friend who has a kid named Zelda. And my first reaction was like, from Pet Cemetery? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not. There's but also a that, wonderful video game with a Zelda character. So. That, exactly. And I think that's more what they were going for. Yeah. I was like, it was my first reaction as well. And the show I was just talking about, one of the main characters is named Sarah because of course. Of course. And it just, every time I'm just like, can no one be slightly more creative? Why? Why do we have to do this? Well, Zelda just, is like, a good example of being slightly well, more creative. Yeah, you're right. That's a very good point. I, I don't know why. And maybe there was another name in the past that always was that name. Mm-hmm. You know, in a sitcom, someone always had that name. And I just never noticed because it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. But it's insane. I, I just, I don't know. Like, movie after movie, I'm like... I, why are you very one of your name. characters, Sarah? And it's so weird. Yeah, no, it is funny. You, you're like haunted by Sarah's. Like, it's crazy. The world's trying to tell you something. I don't know what it is, but. I know. It's, you know, it's my name. I'm not going to change it. I just, w- and sometimes people go, oh, I love that name. And I'm like, you do? I mean, like, as if you like discovered it, you know, like <laughs> on your own on vacation once. Like, I mean, it is a pretty name. It's just common. It's just, yeah. You know, mine's really many. dated. There's too many of us. I think it's weird now, like my name. It's like, I think my name's pretty, but I definitely feel like it I kind of bugs very me pretty. dated. Well, so your name is, there was clearly like a spike. 70s like and 80s. 80s. Yeah, 70s and 80s. Yeah. And so, like I knew Heathers growing up. Mm-hmm. Not like a million of them, but there I knew There were a fair them. amount. 
Yeah, like that, it wasn't like, oh, that's an unusual name. I was like, yeah, somebody's named Heather or Amy or mm-hmm. Julie or Sarah or whatever. But the Sarah thing, because the biblical part of it, yeah. I think is like, that's why it just won't stop. Totally. Because people are like, man, yeah, you know, just, you know, it's in the Bible. It's a real name. So <laughs> screw them all. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> you know who else is remarkable? Our patrons. Our patrons. Yay. Yay. Want to give some shout outs to some of our new patrons and people who have upgraded and one of those people you know quite well, Heather. I do. He has a, we have the same last name. My father. Yeah. My, my dad is a really big fan of Sarah and I, he, he, to this day, I mean, he doesn't really belabor it much, much anymore, but you know, he used to make popcorn and watch Pop Siren, one of our shows Sarah and I created back in the day at Revision 3, and he used to just get so excited when Sarah and I had projects, and you guys have the greatest chemistry, and you know. So anyway, he um, he (laughs) listens to the show fairly religiously. It's very cute. Really, he's like our number one fan, or within the top ten. Sure. Yeah, along with my mother. Thanks, Nick Frank. Hi, Mom. Yes. (laughs) Thanks so much, Nick Frank. We also have Scott Wilhelm and Brandon Spickard. Who are new patrons? Mm-hmm. So hi, hey hi, guys, guys. <laughs> guys or gals, whatever. I mean, we don't know your gender doesn't matter. But uh, if you if you'd like to join our Discord, we'd love to have you having we would. some spirited conversations in there. Just today, in fact. Uh, Jude S writes in. He says, "I have to agree with you, Heather, that no one is on it." And this is referring to a few episodes back where I said that I feel like right now this year, people's heads are in the clouds because so much is going on in the world. And I think people are feeling really scattered, including myself. So this is what he's referring to. He says, could be that there is so much pressure on people these days and you have to do your job and their job. For instance, we've been ordering tacos from the same location for months. More often than not, our order wasn't complete. Whether they forgot the chips, salsa, and the last time both the rice and the beans, I just let it slide until they forgot the guacamole. Because guacamole. They still have the best carnitas <laughs> ever, so it's worth it. I just wish people would start doing their jobs so I don't have to. And, you know, it's funny. I We had a conversation about this, but, yeah, you can't be hard on people right now, even though it is frustrating. I mean, like, I, the vet lost my cat's blood, and I had to bring him back for, like, a blood test, and it was just, like, a huge inconvenience, you know? Right. There's a lot of that yeah. stuff going on right now, and I think, you know, we have to be flexible with people, at least, you know, for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think 2021, January 1st, is going to magically solve a whole lot for us. We're going to... I think people think that's going to happen, like, oh, New Year, yeah, like, right. like 2020 start, you know, was the but... shits, but, you know, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I agree. I know what you mean, though, Jude. I really try very much, especially in the food industry, to not be that guy. You know, when someone gets my order wrong or it's missing Mm -hmm. or it's not quite right because I just know how hard that job is and you just get so much negative energy from people who are, you know, expecting perfection. Yeah, you're like serving people. So people have these high expectations. But I also, you know, Heather had told me the the story about the her cat, you know, they, they took blood at the vet and then they like misplaced it and so she had to go all the way back and it's like i would be irate yeah i was if I was that had to happen it. just be just because it's like it's stress on my animal oh you know? totally. it's not that even that why. i'm like that mad that this happened but mm-hmm. it's just like Ugh. 
but yeah, uh, you have to poke yeah, my cat I mean, again. Like you have to put a needle in my cat's paw again. Like he didn't like it the first time. Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me started, but I did want to yeah. mention, you know, I was perusing our old, some, uh, some old, uh, iTunes reviews. Those are so fun to read, but it's funny, you know, it says like when it's logged, it's like one year ago, two years ago, God, two years ago. It's crazy. Um, but, uh, we need some new iTunes reviews y'all. Are you guys up for the challenge? Yeah, you know what? iTunes reviews, listen, we don't want to like beg, beg, beg too much, but uh, th- that is, no matter if you use iTunes to mm-hmm. listen to our podcast or not, that is a great place for us to exactly. get a little bit more exposure, which which we, you know, we, we would love. You know, we've got, we've got a free mm-hmm. ad-supported feed. Um, if you're a patron, of course, no ads in, in your, in your patron feed. Uh, we're uploading new shows on Mondays and Tuesdays to the rest of the world. I mean, kind of depends <laughs> on your time zone, but that's what we're doing. And we, you know, we love all y'all. And if you love the show, it would be so great for you to weigh in a little bit on why you love it. Yeah. And the thing is, is we're kind of, a, we're definitely a small crew and it's, we do everything, both Sarah yeah. and I, we don't have employees. So it's we're- like... We're a crew of two. We have to promote. <laughs> we have to do social media. We do PR. We do, and you know, we're not great at all of it. We totally admit. So it's always helpful to have the word spread by our wonderful community. And I wanted to share one last thing of just like a little warm fuzzy because I know it's harder to come by these days. But yesterday I come home and there's a little piece of paper stuck in my door. And it's a sweet little note from one of our guests that stayed in the cottage next door. And it's a poem. And I wanted to share it with y'all. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Um, It's this old couple that stayed in the cabin for a couple days. It's just adorable. I mean, it's written on a piece of paper. It's like one of those found. Do you ever read those? um, I love that Instagram account. It's like found messages. And they're like little pieces of paper like that are found around like shopping lists and yeah, I, I, I know the concept. Those are very amusing. All right, so here it goes. We came to the cottage on a bluff to be rid of Smoky Valley stuff. We found beauty and serenity. We lacked no amenity. What we found was way more than enough. That's so cute. Isn't that the cutest thing? It like it really made my and we were like, speaking it makes about. Me kind of want to cry. Almost. I know, me too. And it was like I have to send a picture to you. The handwriting was so sweet. And, um, it really made my day and it made me think of like that whole like snail mail thing we were talking about last week, but like, it was like a letter in my door, you know, and it just, it warmed my heart. And so that's adorable. <laughs> I mean, if so any cute. of my guests would send me a poem, boy, <laughs> you know, I mean, that'll be the day. <laughs> well, maybe you need to work on that. <laughs> I know. Inspire I them somehow. Harder, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'd appreciate a poem before you check out on Thursday. I would like a haiku next time, please. Yeah. Can we do like a limerick? Yeah. I really like limericks. I like limericks. No, I, I, I mean, if I'm lucky, they don't complain for a week straight. So, you know, all good. But You got to count your blessings. That's really cute, though. That's yeah. like, that's just like, that's like, that is such a warm fuzzy. I know. Like and you, they took the you, time you to do it. You explained it correctly. Like, yeah. that's just, and it's not like, probably didn't take that long. They were like, oh, that's cute. You know, Pretty simple. But, but like meaningful to you because you're somebody who's in the business of making their stay 
happy. You know, I'm finally realizing because my dad kept saying like, you're going to really enjoy this. You're going to meet some great people. There's going to be some great exchanges. And I was like, oh, okay, really? And I am. And, and you know, they, the, these people may, broke my heart a little bit. They, I think they had like a two night stay and then they called to see, it. they loved it so much. They wanted to add a day, but mm. we've been so booked and I felt so bad. We had to like turn them down. Um, but these are the ones that wrote the poem. So hopefully they'll come back, but it's neat to see what people write about the places. We, we get a lot of really good reviews. Um, so I'm really grateful. Well, that's adorable. And <laughs> you know, here, here's to many more great reviews and happy folks and as little strife as possible. Yeah, we do what we can to make the world go round. And, you know, um, that's, I guess the whole point of our show, or at least we try, but um, <laughs> I got my name up on the marquee in this office building, so it's really cool. I'll actually post it to Lens. I have a little Have Such a Good Day video and podcast productions, little little thing up on the sign, and I'm actually going to get a real sign on the door and make it, you know, like an official production place. So right. that's exciting. Yeah, we got our Humboldt headquarters. Yeah, that's right. We do. No, it's great. You know, with our little satellite Redwood studio uh, office. It's true. It is. As well. As well. <laughs> and, you know, all of our animals that uh, proudly support us, as do all of you. And yes. thanks again for everybody who does. Well, Heather, I think um, it's work time. I think that done. we've talked enough. <laughs> I, think, I think we have. But, you know, we enjoyed it. More next week, for sure. Absolutely. So, wherever you may be. Whenever you may be listening to this, we hope you have such a good day. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. Bye-bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.